Never had it so good. 101.1 radio, the best R&B and hip hop music. The Quiet Storm every Friday and Saturday. 
Talk Radio with the best host in the business. Sports Talk Radio, every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1. And it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities you will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Talk, Love, and Reflection, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. As always, I'm very pleased to be here with you, to be given the opportunity to talk about the kinds of things that impact your life now and in the future. And today is no different. Today I I want to discuss with you uh, something that's very close uh, to me, uh, it really just happened around the corner uh, a number of years, uh, about a couple of years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but the trial has come, and uh, the sentence is being rendered by the Orange County court system. And I really cannot tell you why the situation is being handled the way it is. I have some knowledge of students went to a school called Winter Park that's in an area of, I guess you would say, white privilege. Uh, It is in an area that is always been the outskirts and and the white area outside of Orange County 
though there had been a mixture of whites and Hispanics who've been able to attend this school, it is one of the predominantly white schools in Orange County. I actually taught there for a number of years and was the only black male academic teacher for a while. And it was easy to tell that these students were handled differently, that these students were somehow given an opportunity uh, to walk the halls with uh, a feeling of don't touch me. You can't tell me what to do. I have a lawyer ready to sue at any point. Kids were always put on guard uh, to walk softly because these students had um, the ability to push back. Now, I don't know why the amount of time given some of these perpetrators so low that they were given uh, an amount of time that could not make anybody who was on the victim side feel like it was adequate at all. The amount of time that these young men were given, I'm not sure I understand why it was even sent over to adult court. Some biases that allowed these boys the opportunity to avoid real prison time. And some of them uh, may not even see any jail time. And I'm not sure why the court system has allowed them to slip so quietly by. It is difficult to determine by the pictures themselves whether or not the race of these boys is, is white. They may be Hispanic. I think the victim was Hispanic or was an immigrant and had not been here very long at all. But what is unfair about this is your in, our insight into the fact that had these boys been African American, there's no way in the world the sentence would have been so light. One of the young men, if it had not, if it not have been that the fact that he got in some trouble, even after in this murder, the punishment would not have been as as much had he stayed out of trouble. So I don't know what it is about the fact that this these. People in Orange County thought that it was true punishment, these boys so lightly. 
again, the immigrant, the young man who died, had not been here very long. And that might be part of the reason his death did not demand a longer sentence by these boys. But I do know if I were the father that there is nowhere in the world less than a year would feel like justice for the death of my son when multiple boys jumped on this one boy. What in the world, what kind of message does that send to have a gang of boys beat a child to death and be given less than one year as a punishment. Again, I, I don't know what, what you know, when these boys got sent over to adult court, I thought it would be automatic that they would receive a lot of true time related to what it was that they did. Some reason, and I can't, I can't tell you what, I really can't tell you if these boys were con- were Caucasians or if they were connected. But truly I can say no matter who, who they are, the sentence they received was less than a year was ridiculous. They made a choice. They made a decision. And that decision warranted some jail time. And I can say this, had all the people been involved in this situation been African Americans, the hammer would have fallen. Because I've seen it fall too hard too many times. And Orange County gives out time like it is candy, but I don't understand why they were so lenient in this case. What are your thoughts? I look at these boys and I see clearly they are young, and and they maybe that play a part the youthfulness of these kids, and it would be hard to believe that they were so evil and so intent on killing this young man. Good evening, and how's everyone doing this evening? Um, I just, re- I mean, I just a few minutes ago got a chance to um, to look at the article. I've been um, out and about all day. But I, I, I'm still in shock. I mean, to to think that this is what is said. I mean, this is what is telling the family. This is all that your child is worth to us. I mean, that's how I would look at it. Now, what? I'm not even familiar with the case. I just, you know, looked at the article because, you know, this was what you sent us. <laughs> But I, I just really can't believe that this was the sentences that these two young men 
got. I mean, I, I'm. I guess you can still say I'm still in shock because I can't believe that. I, I just can't believe this. First of all, they know better. They, it wasn't like they didn't have great understanding. They did not know what they were doing. Um, you know, even if it was something that started off as a joke that went bad, you know how kids can be cruel and tease or whatever, and it went bad. But I'm just saying at some point, and you have not one but two that participated in the death of this young man. And and for no reason, I mean, this is like another death sentence for this family to get this kind of sentences, sentence handed down to do these young men. Now, I'm not familiar with the area. I'm not familiar how they do things. Um, this is this is clearly sending a mixed signal to them because if they got away with murder, they definitely can get away with murder again in their minds. It's saying that, you know, and and this is just me the way I'm looking at it. It's saying that this only deserved a slap on a on a hand, if even that. And I would not be surprised if either one of them would try something of this um, magnitude again. I'm just, you know, I my heart goes out to the family because. I could not even begin and don't want to begin to feel what this family feels at the time of the sentence. I mean, this is like losing a child all over again, telling them, you know, this is what we value, your child at. I I, I just, I mean, really, I'm a loss for words. Um, I just can't believe that this this even happened, this type of sentence. Um, and I really, my heart goes out to the family, really does. I think that, I mean, I'm still Let me just tell you that there were more than five or six boys involved in the beating of this young man. And, uh, it was done at a park, in a public park, downtown Winter Park. And uh, broad daylight, there was no attempt to hide it and uh, so that no one saw it. Uh, it was clearly done so that the victim, uh, it was done publicly with people, kids, high school kids all around and people viewing it. And, um, again, the boy had only been here for a couple of years. Uh, he was only his first school was Winter Park High School. And so um, I'm just telling you, I don't know why Orange County has chosen to do this. I know that I can tell you that I worked 10 years at the jail 
and a lot of young African-Americans were facing real jail time uh, for a lot less than this young man, these young men were. And um, why it, I can all I can share with you, um, I don't know if it had anything to do with it. Again, Wyndham Park is one of the most, um, well, you know, the Diamond School of Orange County Public Schools. And is Winter Park, the Winter Park area is one of the uh, most prestigious areas on the outskirts of Orlando. So uh, I'll let uh, Reverend Smith, because he's clearly uh, aware of what the, the school's name represents and what the Winter Park area is in terms of Orange County. Uh, but it is just unbelievable to me that a case that is being turned over to adult court usually means that you're going to really be in trouble. When you're a juvenile and you get something turned over to adult court, it usually means you're going away for a while. But why these people were so lenient on these boys, again, I, I don't know. Uh, Reverend Smith, do you have any idea uh, you know, being in the involved in in in, in the police work, why would such a lenient sentence be given to boys where a death was involved? Uh, when there have been so many young teenagers who've been sentenced uh we had a teenager down in Miami uh who killed a child by accident, given life with no possibility of parole, and it had to be overturned. So why were these people so lenient with these boys? Uh, good evening to everyone. I don't know, James. I, I don't even know what the sentencing was or anything. I haven't read anything about it. I haven't heard anything about it. Uh, so I was just listening to try to find out. I know the case that you're talking about now. If when you said Winter Park, I knew that about this young man that was killed over there, beaten to death, uh, and the two young men that one was uh, Caucasian and one was uh, of another persuasion. I don't know whether he was black or what, uh, but I don't know what the uh, sentencing was today Well two of them Got sentenced to um, Eight or nine Months in jail uh, And you know it was about five or six Of them involved And uh, two of them got Another two got sentenced today uh, But it is just Unimaginable I mean, uh, That they would have been Given such a light sentence how much how much time did the other ones get? Well, that's only only two of them have been sentenced at this, this point. <clears throat> and some of them were sentenced yesterday. I don't know what the sentence was yesterday. But the fact that uh, two of them got less than a year uh, is just unimaginable. I don't know exactly why or what the other ones got or why they were sentenced uh, differently. Uh, I guess some of them may have been more involved than others or hit the child more than others did. Uh, but I just, you know, again, 
I realized that some one was one. You told said one was white. I couldn't tell the nation though by their pictures. The three pictures they did show, you could very easily tell that the three people, those three people involved, were extremely young. Yeah, they were young. Uh, all of them were young. Uh, I have no idea why they did that, but I know that looking at the judges in the state attorney office, they always have a discretion in, 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 to, in determining uh, the sentencing according to what actually transpired during the course of the beating. Who did what? Uh, who Who was the most aggressive? All of that stuff comes into play. My thing has always been, though, that if you were involved, regardless of what you did, if you hit him one time, you're you're just as guilty as the one that kicked him fifty times. Uh, so I don't. I've never been able to understand that part of the law myself. And the disparity in sentencing has always been one of the uh, things that everyone. Uh, with any common sense have questioned and how we know that there is a total, a lot of disparity in sentencing, a lot, according to your status, according to where you came from or who you, who you, uh, who your parents are, or what neighborhood you were from, all of these things, and they should not be, but they are. So I, I, I can't say why the judge did it, I just know that one thing, these judges nowadays have such discretion. It used to be that there were guidelines, and they didn't have that. They had to go by the guidelines, but that's not what happened on cases nowadays. They just use their own discretion a lot of times, and who knows what they're going to come up with? I don't know. It is just one of the problems is, and again, I can tell you that being in the system, being a part of the jail system, I've seen a lot of young men, African-American young men, go away for years, things that were a lot less. And uh, that I have no idea whatsoever. When I was at the jail uh, and, and in there with the young men, and, and of course I was in there with adults, people who were 18 and older, but I was aware of the, the 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 area where the teenagers were held. Orange County uh, Jail has an area for teenagers, and the majority of those teenagers always seem to me to be African Americans. And and again, one of the reasons is because very rarely uh, when African Americans get in real trouble are they able to bond out, and so. These kids were being were looking at years in jail for the activities that they did, and again, here you have kids who were gone, going to a predominantly white school, living in a predominantly white area, and then they're getting eight nine months for uh, a homicide done in public, uh, where they uh, kicked and hit a person until they die. So, Joyce, you know, it, it is difficult to know and understand. I can tell you, I don't know why these boys got this kind of privilege 
or got this kind of life sentence. But I can tell you that if an African-American from Jones High School that is uh, predominantly black had beat somebody in a park until they were dead, they certainly wouldn't have got eight to nine months in jail. Good afternoon, everybody. Exactly. That's why they say justice is blind. And you used the word, you, the key word that you stated was privilege. Because some of these kids are privileged enough. When you have good attorneys, money talk, bull walk, and you don't have anyone to come in and speak to you and no one uh, of your same statue or a male figure to represent you or to speak highly of you and what you've done in the community, these are the type of things that they do. They lock our young people up. Um, that's always been the case where they lock young young black men up. You know, when you get locked up, you don't, you're not able to vote, so your rights are taken away from you immediately or right away in situations. So justice has always been blind. That's the way our system is set up. We don't have enough uh, people to represent us of color. We have no type of judges that are of color that, that can really relate on our level, and this is the type of justice that we get. And I used to tell, Joyce, I used to tell my kids, and again, these were young adults, 18 and older, I told them to please don't play with these people. And when they would give them um, an opportunity to get a life sentence, and uh, some of them would want to push it and go to jail, I mean, go to court, I say, please be careful. You know, if you did this, then and they're giving you a life sentence and a way out, Please don't play with these people because they're going to give you, you know, they were giving away time like candy. But there was no way in the world any of my students uh, were going to be looking at, you know, the fact that they were in adult jail meant they were going to be looking at adult time. And so I don't know why. And and it meant that some of these kids uh, may not spend no time in jail whatsoever because they've already spent time and locked for trial. So these eight or nine months uh, for some of these people meant that they were not going to spend any additional time in jail. So I'm not sure what kind of message that they think is being sent in in this fashion. Uh, RJ, what what are your thoughts related to, you know, this? uh, you look at the faces of these kids, and it's easy to see that you can feel sympathy for them but somebody lost their life. Well, marvelous Monday to everyone, and that's the frustrating part of it. You know, when I think about um, our being active in our communities, our making sure that we're mentoring, we're encouraging, we set an expectation, uh, of course we can do uh, a better job. Not that we're not doing anything. We could just we have to continue to do better, as uh, Ms. Cheryl would say. But I connect that to our voices being heard by way of vote, voting, and I'm just so upset and disappointed. And thank you, Joyce, for putting the phone numbers at our uh, fingertips as it relates to calling our senators and our representatives, and which I did prior to this call, because my frustration goes to the fact that um, we know that one of the ways we can take action is by voting. And when we don't have the confidence of knowing that our vote would count in the manner in which we want it to count, I believe everyone should be in an uproar. Whenever our president of the United States would take the side of um, the KGB over the CIA, 
I have a problem with that. And I did express to my senators and representatives the fact that I expect for them to have courage to stand up and do what they were sent to do in representing people as myself. And the fact that if we are indeed the United States of America, we should indeed be united. And that does not mean using a platform and downgrading our officials such as the CIA. And uh, we have to make sure that they have the courage to stand and hold our president and any other official accountable for what it is that they should be doing. Uh, I'm going to uh, expand upon that which you have just spoken upon. Uh, After I give everybody a chance to respond to this case, I want to go back and deal with uh, what Audrey has brought to the table, uh, because I can tell you that a part of what uh, Audrey is talking about, I was angry that this man decided that he was going to spend private time uh, with this man with nobody else around. I uh, just find that to be despicable and just uh, a slap in the face uh, that our president uh, knowing how people already feel about him and this relationship that he has with Putin, uh, that he would uh, go so far as to have a private meeting with this man with no other leaders in the room other than him and the interpreters. Uh, so uh, let me go, go back to that after I go to uh, Kathy and Regina in uh, this about, you know, giving everybody an opportunity to speak about this this case about these little boys. And again, uh, Reverend Smith is telling us that one of them was white and the other was uh, probably Hispanic. I didn't know, I sent out the pictures of these boys, uh, and they are extremely young. Uh, but again, they go to a white school, a predominantly white school, in a predominantly white area. And just ties up the fact that I just don't believe in my heart that four or five black males, if they even killed another black male, would be given such a light sentence as these boys were given. And this is the kind of thing that white privilege does, uh, that in a white area, in a white school, under what circumstances, how in the world did these boys get eight or nine months for uh, a homicide done in broad daylight in a park with other students watching? So, Kathy, I come to you, and I know you hate talking about uh, things, bad things all over and over again, but this is what we're dealing with today, and then we're going to switch the topic to our president after you and Regina have an opportunity to speak. Well, I just want to say good afternoon to everybody. I miss you guys, miss your voices. Glad to hear everybody's voices. Just my spirit is just uh, being overwhelmed at hearing the voices of all my brothers and sisters. I love you guys, and I agree with what Audrey said. Thank you, James. All right. Uh, Regina, again, you know I always go to you when it comes to these young people. And uh, you've had instances in Carolina when young uh, young men and young teenagers have acted out. Uh, but this is a home. Winter Park is about maybe 10 minutes away 
for me. And I taught at I taught at Winter Park High School uh, for almost uh, ten years myself. What What is your your thought about how? Uh, I mean, it's just wrong for these young men to get off so lightly. I'm not one who is not sympathetic, but this is beyond being sim- showing sympathy for these young men to get less than a year uh, for something as egregious as they did. Good afternoon. Um, I can only imagine that the um, powers to be who gave them the sentence probably looked like them. That's how our juries and our our system is picked or chosen. And if um, that is the population that they have to choose from, then you, you already have a sector on their side, and that that's how the, the system is now. I mean, I agree with you on the length of time that they received, but, you know, like I tell people here, we've got to get involved. You know, I, I, I felt so horrified about what it was that those parents were feeling uh, when they see all around them people getting life sentences without parole, uh, that these young guys would not at least get some meaningful time. I mean, uh, eight or nine years for a murder does not send the kind of message that you want young people to receive related to what took place to this young man. This young man's life was stuffed out, uh, cannot be recovered, and these guys' lives will continue uh, without very much uh, damage, if you ask me. Eight or nine years does not damage their lives very much, regardless of the fact that they are so young. And, again, I'm just saying I don't know for sure what the particulars are related to the color of the judge, the dynamics of the uh, jury, but I just think that this was uh, just despicable. Uh, now, let's uh, change gears, and basically because Andre is kind of threw it out here, uh, related to our president and his seemingly uh, indifference uh, to America. For somebody who's always talking about uh, America first, I just don't like it. I don't. I don't like it at all. Coziness that this man has with Putin. I don't like the idea that he found it necessary to be alone with Putin. And the way it looked, it just looked uh, treasonous uh, that him and Putin are so uh, cozy uh, with each other. Uh, Reverend Smith, uh, what what are your thoughts about how cozy is? cushy these two men are with each other and this man has done something that was so despicable uh, it just seems to me that uh, when it comes to criminal activity or criminal behavior our president uh, just has no real about him that he is willing to play ball with the likes of uh, the Russian president 
President Trump is only out for television appearances and himself and his family. Trump does not believe in America as he say he does. Like you said, this is very ignorant and very treasonous as far as I'm concerned, like you said also. For him to spend two-plus hours behind closed doors, one-on-one, our biggest adversary. President Trump is back there behind those closed doors trying to get Putin. I still, it's the same thing he did with Kim Jong-un. Trying to get them to allow his children to build hotels and condominiums in their on their uh, uh, lands. He's, he's looking for money and all of these other things. Trump is not doing anything behind those closed doors, and it probably is going to come out one of these days when Russia get angry, and when later on in years history will tell it eventually that that's what he was doing back there. He wanted these. Why would you want? Putin have two translators, two translators there, one translating to Putin and the other one translating to Trump. Why didn't Trump take Pompeo or some of the others back there with him? Because he had little special things that he wanted to talk about with these two dictators. How did you get to be a dictator? What do you think I need to do to cause more trouble in America that people will begin to look up at me a lot more. How about a big parade and all these things? Trump is not, he doesn't care about America. It's all about himself and his family, but more so about himself. If you look at Trump when he's, Trump when he's on television, look at it. Look at his godly way that he tried to look But to me, I don't see nothing but the devil, a pure demonic spirit coming out from this man. And so I I, I think that as long as the American people keep on being hoodwinked and allowing this situation to go on the way that it's going now, it's going to be totally irreversible for many, many, many yeah. Yeah, it is unbelievable uh, that he knows already that people are the people who are against him are going to believe or going to think there's something afoot, and he could really care less. He does not care that there is a segment of Americans who thinks that his behavior is treasonous and that he believes that those people who are for him, just like he said, that he can shoot and kill somebody in the middle of New York and those people are still voting for him, that no matter what he does or how he behaves, that he his constituents are for him because they blindly walk for him. That's uh, George, right. what are your thoughts about George, what are your thoughts about his behavior and being spending these couple of hours on 
on with uh, Putin? Well, it's just what I text out to everybody, that we need to put those two numbers. You can call and leave a message or you can send an email. You can call and leave a message and let them know just what, what you think and what the, what you expect for them to do as representatives who are representing you. I think he was a clown. I don't I don't see him as godly. I see him as a, a, a orange clown that was standing up there today that looked like a fool. That's what I, 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 I looked at him. He's very un-American because what he showed today was not American. It wasn't patriotism. It was no respect for for the like Andre said the CIA. He gave more to the uh, BG BG uh, whatever you call it, uh, the the Russians, and it's sickening. It just did not make any sense. But this is who you got as your president, and he's still talking about Obama and Hillary Clinton. They still in his head. He is so egotistical till it's not even funny. What he showed today is that Putin made a clown out of him, first of all, by being uh, 45 minutes late. He made him wait. That shows something right there. He's sitting up in a room waiting for Putin, and Putin makes him wait. So um, he got what he deserved today. He got to look like a fool, but I, the, the backside of that is that um, he he has really hurt the United States as far as power and what we represent. But... If this what we got representing America, it's pathetic compared to what we had with Obama and Michelle. This is what we get, so it's ridiculous. But it is what it is. Thank you, RJ. What What are your thoughts related to how treasonous it looks that he he's talking about America great again, puts America first, and he's He's made to look like a puppet, uh, one of Putin's puppets, and and the way that he allowed himself to be uh, handled. Well, it'll be interesting to see what the Republicans and what the Democratic elected officials do. If this is another item that we talk about, uh, how our... um, president is not representing us and we just talk about it and no action comes, then uh, we are in uh, worse trouble than what, you know, I would hope that um, to see. Um, but again, you know, what what are we doing in addition to uh, speaking? Because we all, I believe all on this phone, understand the power of voting. And the only thing that's more powerful than that of voting is, of course, the power of prayer, because prayer, prayer is powerful. But we have to make sure that while we're here, we are acting, and that means if our opportunity to vote is jeopardized, we do not want that to happen, you know. Uh, I think a lot of times people didn't have an understanding, a good understanding of what all was involved if 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 Donald Trump was elected to the presidency. Now a lot of this layer stuff that a lot of times you don't see, you just see the surface, is occurring. Well, we don't want to see layers behind what would happen if indeed our elections are compromised. So we have to make sure that we take a stand and, and make, you know, stop. Because if if no action is taken against him on this, man, he, he really have free reign because – one of the news commentators was stating that, you know, it's no surprise because he's been telling us all the time this is how he feels. 
And any time he get called out on something, well, he talked about someone negative or whatever the case may be, then he'll come back and, and back down once people bring it to his attention, you know, out in the open like that. And, you know, those are some of the same similar uh, characteristics of a bully. So now it's up to us to see if we're going to let one person really represent us in the manner in which we want to be represented. And what I see, Andre, is when people talk about he seemingly behaves the way somebody would if you had something on him. So it's easy for me to believe that Putin has something on him uh, that he does not want to see released. And maybe even Putin made him run. Wouldn't it be uh, uh, something if we found out that this man ran for president because Putin had something on him that forced him to run, and then Putin did all these things uh, to make him win. Uh, Because it is obvious that the way he behaves, he doesn't behave like a true, honest believer in the American system. Seemingly to me, he behaves like somebody who feels threatened uh, by being exposed and so forth, so he gets to the Russia Because he, he doesn't well, yeah, act like either. any president that I've ever seen that has shown, you know, who showed true leadership. Well, uh, not leadership on behalf of others. It's leadership on behalf of what would benefit him personally and or his immediate family. So it may not necessarily be that he had something on him, but it may be something that he admires, that he wants to duplicate. Uh, about I don't know, but whatever it is, I do believe that he's not representing the best interests of the United States. And if you're talking about making America great again, surely America has been, the United States rather, have been greater than where we are now. Uh, Regina, what what are your thoughts about this man's behavior and his desire to be in private with Putin, even though he knows that there are Americans who will look at this move uh, in a treasonous treasonous way? You know, I'm going to pass on that question because my answer is definitely not politically correct. And I'd better just pass on it. <laughs> well, Regina, we want you. That's what. That's what we want. <laughs> you know, we want you to give your honest opinion uh, related yeah, on this uh-huh. behavior. Yeah, I know we don't have. Yeah, yeah, but we don't she, have she used some wisdom. She's used some wisdom on other connections in which she would have to. Have. You're smart, Regina. I understand what you're saying, and I respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So I'll say this. I'll say this. I would, um, I, me, personally, if I were with someone that I've been watching for from afar and I got a chance to be alone with them, I would take the opportunity. Gina, what I'm saying to you is I don't know <laughs> what the benefit I don't know what the benefit uh, of being alone with this man is 
unless you unless you are with him. I've already spoken on what I I, would do if I had a chance to be alone with someone I've been watching from afar. Well, it it smells like collusion. I hear you, sister. I hear you. I mean, for a man to go so far, uh, other countries don't even want to talk to Putin. Other countries don't want anything to do with him, but yet our president wants to be alone with him. It doesn't smell right to me, Reverend Smith. <laughs> Before all well, that. That's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that is so true. It, it, it should not smell right before or after. Uh, I'm they, sorry, Pat. I'm sorry. They, it's okay, dear. It's okay. I, I, I was something else just, before I became a pastor, remember? <laughs> this is just I this was is a, sad. I mean, it is so blatant. Yes, it is. And he doesn't care. He don't care. He don't care what we think one way or the other. And it's so sad that no one seems to understand that. This man really could care less about what mm-hmm. whoever thinks about whatever you want to think about. He has no I, – I, I, he's a narcissistic, and he's all of these different uh, uh, things that people are saying about him, but the Republican Party is the one that I blame. I blame them just as much. And when we're talking about voting, let's go back to voting, y'all. Remember, we voted. We voted diligently. And the Electoral College saw fit to take bribes or whatever they did to put this man into office. There's no way on earth that we said that democracy the democracy actually means a majority rule. That's democracy. The majority rule. The majority did not rule in this case. 3.5 million people out there right now, we don't know whether it was you, me, or whomever. We have no idea that our vote just didn't mean a darn thing. But I pray to God that people don't stop voting because of that. But there's a lot of people that don't think like we think. They are saying, heck, why should I vote 3.5 million? 3.5 million votes? <laughs> when you stop and say, and we got a nut up there in the White House, a, 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 a nationalist, a person who actually hates people of color, period. Is no and, and all of those Latinos and others who think that they are in there with the in the group with them, they they fooling themselves. They fooling themselves. And the nationalists don't even like the Jewish people. So Netanyahu or whatever his darn name is, he thinks that he's getting over, but he's getting over with Trump because anybody that le- allows Trump and his his, his uh, uh, family to build a hotel or condominium or stuff in their, in their country, those are his buddies. 
Israel just and gave them five hundred. Israel just gave them five hundred million dollars to build. Okay, so why are we helping Israel then all the time if you're talking? But Trump is a fool. He's a plain fool, and that's I don't care how much money he got. He's a fool, and anybody that can sit up on their behind and can go home to their family and say, I'm a man, uh, whatever, and look their children in the face and stand up for this man. <clears throat> like someone was saying, that's what bullies do. Bullies back down when they are confronted. God bless them. I just, I just, I refuse. I just, he won't get my goat. But I don't like the man. I'm just flat out there. I don't like him. And every time something happens, who does he throw up in? Who does he throw up? Obama, 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 Hillary, 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 Obama. Nothing is ever. You go buy a car today, and then I'm through. If you go buy a car today, and somebody else had that car, now this is a used car you're buying. Who is responsible for that car once you sign on the dotted line and you drive it off the line? You are responsible for that car. So he needs to drop this foolishness about Obama and Hillary because he is responsible. He's living off of the legacy and the, 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 the unemployment and all of these other things of Obama. So he he ought to be jumping and shouting for Obama. Back to you, James. I I don't want to talk about that fool no more. I'm just sick of it. Joyce, I'm a, I'm going to go to you. I just think I just find him when we call him a buffoon, we call him a clown. The world sees it. Uh, you know when you got a president that is has an image of a baby with a diaper on, and they flying it above uh, England. And the English people came out and showed how much disrespect they have for him. It just shows you that we elected somebody that nobody else in the world respects. That's true. They'll let you know that we, we got an idiot at the tongue. He's an idiot. That's what Regina want to say, that she's afraid to say, but I'm going to say it. He's an idiot. He's stupid. And believe me, when behind the clothes, goes, he made a deal. He's a deal maker. That's what he did behind the door. But that deal making that he made was not for you. It was not for America. That's what he did. And he came out and he ratitude. Radicute our legal system. So, so my thing is, if you don't have that much faith in our system, and you think this much of Russia, what are you doing in the United States, and what are you doing in that position, making making choices and and making uh, presenting our country that you don't believe in? This is ridiculous. But this is what we've come to know. But I, that's why I sent those numbers to you guys. You need to call up, and those Republicans, you leave your message. Let them know. I expect. What are you going to do for the the person you put there? This is your president that making you look really bad. Amen. That's what you tell them. That's what I. That's what I told mine today. I let them know. I expect for you to step up. Thank you, John McCain. I, I thank him for uh, speaking out. 
But Mr. Blake, oh, I asked yeah. him. That I know this this is your last time in, but it's, it takes people like you to step it up. And you need to encourage your other predecessors, Republican, to step up and do something about this because he's making you guys look bad. I said, but he sure, sure made Obama and Mrs. Michelle Obama look real good. And I hung up the phone. And I'm calling them tomorrow. I'm calling them every day and letting them know what I think about our government. That's what those numbers are for. Squeaky wheels get fixed. If, if if they they sitting up there and not earning their money, you're supposed to let them know. I'm very disappointed with the position that you're taking, and you're not taking a position on on, on uh, the president and the remarks that he made. This is not America. You let them know. You give them some of their language. This is not America. This is not what what our our forefathers fought for. That's what I said today too. I say, and they, there's a lot of blood being shed for us to have someone to stand next to next and let us know that he believes more in Russian than he does in America's uh, way of life. What is that saying, saying about us? And that's what I said. And thank you very much, but I do expect for something to be done. That's what All you right, guys need to do.
Day, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. We're here seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without disruption. We want you to call in at 657-383-0309. We want you to know that this is the place that you can be heard. Uh, Regina, uh, what are your final thoughts this evening? Regina, are you there? Uh, Andre, what are your final thoughts this evening? I think we have a lot at risk. I think it's very important that we uh, let our voices be heard by the actions that we take. And now, more than ever, it's very important that those who are representing us uh, hear from us. And, uh, again, I've called, and uh, um, if necessary, I'll continue to call uh, Justice Joyce. But this is this is something that we can do. We can make a phone call. I mean, we talk to people all the time. So we can do that to, again, hold elected officers accountable. So thank you. Uh, George, your final thought this evening? Uh, my final thought is for I encourage everyone to use those two numbers that I, I put out today. And my thing is is that you need to let them know uh, your feelings because your representative may want to hear from you so they can take something back to Washington and say, this is what my constituents are saying and this is what they're asking for. But if we're not saying anything and we're not letting our voices be heard one way or the other, and this is one way, like Andre said, no excuses. You got the number, There's, and everybody can make a phone call. So everybody, we always hear, what can we do? What can we do? Well, what we can do is make those phone calls, people. Thank you. Yeah, it is time that we all take a stand and we recognize and not allow Donald Trump to get away with this. We can't allow Donald Trump to think that he can just do what he wants when he wants and that there are no repercussions for his behavior. Uh, to spend that quiet that time with, with a man that we all already feel that he has something going on with, it's just despicable. And again, it is almost treasonous uh, that he behaves in the way that he behaves. And so I'm just uh, totally against uh, what has happened, and I'll be on the phone tomorrow uh, doing what George says, and we need to get in line and recognize that this man is taking us to a place uh, that we don't want to go. And uh, it is time to let him know that we don't appreciate him he is taking us and how cozy he is with fruit Putin and the rest of the help your children and don't let them fall by the side of the road and teach them to love one another that heaven might find a place in their heart. 
Jesus 